Welcome uh, to our TUSB Conversations, Gautam, and thank you for taking out the time. So um, we're talking about the currency of belonging, and you've been talking about it for quite some time. Uh, the effects of social connections and bonding on uh, psychological and mental health. How, how do you see this? Well, well, one thing is that loneliness and lack of social connections in the modern population was declared as an epidemic five years ago already in the US and many other modern societies that are following the same trends. Right? So to me, loneliness is one of the most painful experiences and because it's so subjective, right? you, can, you can feel lonely while being in a room filled with people. Right? It's also something that people don't really talk about because think about the kind of world that we live in. We live in a world where everybody has an illusion that everyone has 5,000 friends. And that's the world that we live in today, right? But the truth is, the, the depth of connection that we used to have, we are moving away from it because of certain trends that we're all experiencing right now. Social media is one of them, right? That, that we have the illusion that, you know, I have a perfect life and I have these perfect friends and all of that. But underneath, we know that, you know, it's, it's an illusion out there, right? We believe everybody else is having the perfect life and only we are the ones who are not. So it creates this, this anxiety, yet at the same time, because we're social animals participating in a social media platform that views that everybody else, that your perception is that everybody else is having a beautiful life, right? So you feel further and further more insecure about yourself. And then you keep that suppressed within yourself and that further perpetuates the sense of loneliness and alienation from everybody else. That's one, it's one of the leading causes for stress, anxiety, depression. Right? The other one is that we are moving away from our geographical anchors. Like I, I spoke about this in my TEDx, but this is, the first time in human history where the world has become small enough and safe enough for us to, you know, it's a very common narrative. I'm, I grew up in Delhi. I lived in a few cities in India. Then I lived in Philippines and Malaysia, then Paris, now in Spain. And this is very common. And think about this. 50 years ago, this was a rare thing. This was a poor man's choice to move from your geographical location to somewhere else. 200 years ago, it was considered dangerous in almost all parts of the world to move away from your own town or your village. And that's how we lived for millions of years up until 200 years ago. This is the first time in human history, the world is safe enough for us to explore our curiosities and express our sense of freedom. But we are also going away from our tribes for the first time in the name of economic interest. Right, our generation, everyone is moving at least cities in the name of economic interest. And that plays a huge role because we are social animals. Our biology responds to it, right? And also religions used to be the original school that would unite millions of people around the world. And right now, uh, we are abandoning the story of religion because we see certain aspects that are showed or portrayed in the media that are really, really dogmatic and shouldn't really be there. But our generation and the younger generation, everybody is uh, spiritual but not religious. Right? That's the new religion, so to speak. But then we don't have a, re a religious anchor, we don't have geographical anchors, and we're living in this you know, anti-social society, right? And so for us as social animals, where our survival depends on it and nobody's speaking about it and everybody's experiencing it within is, is something that is worth considering. And uh, the proof is in the statistics, right? You, you look at the, the, the depression, suicide rates, uh, anxiety rates, like it's crazy. In Paris, where I lived, one out of five people are clinically depressed. This is statistics from 2016 or 17, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken one out of five clinically, like with the prescription, 
depressed, right? And uh, there's a there was a study done by or study cited by the Surgeon General of uh, of the United States, uh, Vivek Murthy, said that uh, that measured your you know stress responses and stress markers in your body when you're experiencing a sense of loneliness where you feel like you don't matter to anyone if you you can disappear tomorrow and then it won't be much of a big deal to anyone a subjective experience of loneliness like that is as bad as being punched in the face by a stranger think about that right so and that's the world we are living in and we are getting more and more isolated right we are look at the the the, the world that we're living today even the well-being world you know the idea is that outgrow everybody in your environment you're competing with everybody else everybody's competition everybody's competition right so we are perpetuating that messaging through social media through different wellness programs how can you grow out and how can you become a rugged individual we are as a society the culture is uh, strongly has uh, become a strong proponent of the idea of rugged individual there is beauty in that in personal freedom personal expansion but i think the pendulum has ha has been shifting too much on the individualism side and what we're not acknowledging is that we are our success is not in our individuality is not in our independence it is in our interdependence and so those are the uh, the premise that need to show up in the world and you know if we don't then it's only going to get worse so gotha what you're trying to say that the social bonds are breaking the traditional uh, way which was there is not is disintegrating right how do you work on it then mm -hmm. complex issue the first is to acknowledge that this is what is happening because one of the first thing that happens uh, for at an individual level we don't see us being lonely what we see are the symptoms of what happens when you're feeling lonely one of the symptoms weird symptoms that happens when you're feeling lonely is that you wake up multiple times in the middle of the night why because as it's deeply programmed in our dna if you are thrown out of your tribe as a hunter gatherer you are there to fend for yourself and there are big predators in in the savannas right that you cannot survive alone so if you have to fend for yourself you can't sleep uh, a proper sleep all throughout the night you have to wake up multiple times in the night to see look for threats it is so ancient and so deeply programmed within us your sleep will start getting disrupted you will start seeing threats where they are not there right so you will start seeing someone say saying something neutral and you will perceive it as negative why because you are more tuned to look for threats to look for more attacks outside even when they are not there right so you naturally start becoming more and more negative right so there are certain and then your physiology starts to respond you start to age again your aging starts to go faster your hair would turn gray you lose your hair you start gaining more weight uh, faster and all of those things you go engage in numbing habits right smoking drinking drugs right numbing the kind of pain that we are experiencing these are all symptoms so it's very hard to catch that it's stemming out of loneliness right so once we acknowledge that ah this could be it and the research is coming out it's been only the last 5 years where it's starting to come out from the us but it's catching up in the world right but once we acknowledge it what are the things we can do you know find things that you're passionate about or you're interested in look for people who are engaged in the same activities join like the easiest is to look up events like if you're interested in well-being or improving your life look up spaces where people who are all interested in improving their well-being where are they going physically not just webinars and stuff this is part of the reason i do what i do we create a space which is not about stage to audience relationship they're not there to just see me 
Right? They're there because, and that's why we stay there for three nights together. Right? They're there to be in a space where everybody has shared values, shared goals, and, uh, desires and aspirations and same pain points. And going into spaces that are having people with the shared values and mission system is very healing. Right? And then once you go to those spaces, have experiences with them that creates a sense of awe, expansion, you know, shared moments of vulnerability. These are the events, right? So you join a group, join a tribe based on your interest. And then with that tribe, you join some events. You know, it could be a book club. It could be your meeting once a week to play a game, but with the people who share the same goals and aspirations. And this is not new information, huh, by the way. Religions have been doing it for thousands of years. What are religious festivals? It's ways for bringing people together who share the same goals, same aspirations, same morality, same values, and believe in the same myths and stories. And those, the festivals are places that are short-term experiences. They don't happen throughout the year. Right? One big festival once every two to three months, right? where you come together for a short period of time, and there's a sense of connection, sense of awe, excitement, shared moments of vulnerability. It's not just uh, like being uh, experiencing negative emotions, even laughter, having fun together is also a moment of vulnerability. When you can truly authentically be happy with someone, it's a moment of vulnerability, right? So these principles have always been there. Now what we need to find is that what are the new ways this is getting expressed? Because we have too much power right now, right? We have full freedom to pick and choose whatever experience we want. Previously, we used to have, we used to follow just one team, Indian cricket team, right, in India. And the World Cup would happen and a billion people would be united. Now, how many teams are there to follow? How many sub-tribes are there to follow? Right? So it's changing. The world is, is changing and finding new ways to express the same need of coming together with people who share the same goals, have same desires and similar values to come together. Right? So those people always exist. But we have to choose ourselves right now. Religion used to do that job for us. But technology mm -hmm. has given us godlike power and godlike freedom which also means we have to exercise more willpower to actually make it happen for us. Otherwise, it won't happen. Nobody else is taking care of it for me. It's freeing, but also it's the responsibilities on you. So find places which has people. You can find it online. There's enough groups. You're, you should be resourceful enough to find people who have the same goals as you. And then find spaces where these people come together. And once you have that, that creates a vicious cycle, very beautiful one. Right, where you are with people, spending time with people that share the same goals and aspirations, and you're having meaningful experiences with them, and that leads into new insights, leads into you know fueling your what could be your purpose. Doesn't have to be a grand purpose, right? Mm. A small purpose, right? But it fuels your purpose because you're with people, you're having shared experiences with them, and your physiology responds to it as well. So your stress goes down, you become more at ease, right? So the wisdom that is deep within also is easier to emerge. Right, so that's the cycle. Yeah, I, I think very well put, right? You you find your tribe, and there are multiple ways to do that now. So on that note, Gautam, thank you very much for taking out the time and uh, sharing the wisdom with us. Thank you. Thank you very much, Nanesh. Yeah, I hope thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.